Hello, my creepy cryptids. Shan Squatch here, the host and barista for this wonderful Cryptid Coffee Club. Welcome back to another episode. This one has taken me quite some time to put together. I've been very busy buying a school bus to convert into a tiny home, planning a wedding and getting married, and adjusting to life outside of a 9 to 5. Life is weird, but we are weirder, so let's grab our bevy and get started. Today's special welcome back episode is about a creature, or I guess several creatures, that take those country roads back home to the state of West Virginia. We're talking about the West Virginia white things and sheep squatch. For our beverage of today's episode, I have crafted the wild West Virginia white mocha. The recipe is as followed. I melted down some white chocolate chips because I did not have the fancy syrup for it. I used the Ghirardelli white chocolate. And once that has melted, you add your desired amount of heavy cream or milk dairy substitute. I usually love oat milk, but sometimes heavy cream is just the way to light up your soul. Add a heavy drizzle of maple syrup, since the sugar maple is the state tree of West Virginia. Pour this mixture into your glass with a hefty shot or two of espresso. Drink warm as is, or add a bit more cold cream and some ice to cool it down. Recipe can be found on our Instagram page at The Cryptid Coffee Club, as well as an aesthetic coffee video. All right, now that we have our coffee, let's get cracking. The white things of West Virginia and the sheep squatch are usually names that are used interchangeably. They totally feel like different creatures to me, so I'll give you all the descriptions and sightings for each of them separately, and I want to know what you think. So let's start off with the sheep squatch. The sheep squatch is usually a pretty timid creature, but is claimed to make deep guttural noises when agitated or disturbed. If you don't see it right away, you may smell its foul odor. But when you do spot this creature, the bipedal will stand about seven, eight, nine feet tall, covered in shaggy, matted white hair or fur. They sport a long, sheep-like face with the horns of a ram. Some claim that it has glowing red eyes that peer into your soul. Not only will this creature be terrifying if you stumbled across it while venturing through the West Virginia mountains, but knowing that it has human-like hands that could grab you makes it seem that much more creepy. Even if it did try to get you, its affinity is not for humans, but it enjoys livestock as a yummy treat. All right, let's jump into its origins. Well, I guess lack thereof. When searching for the lore of Sheep Squatch, there doesn't appear to be any popular backstories for the creature beyond using the, the name for other white scary things in the region. Although Sheep Squatch appears menacing, he definitely has to share the spotlight in the area with some other cryptids. The TNT area of West Virginia is a hot spot for high strangeness, making appearances alongside UFOs, Bigfoot, and the big man himself, Mothman. So our dude, the Sheep Squatch, was on the rise around the 1990s. He was popular with sightings during this time around the Point Pleasant area of West Virginia. Of course, it's hard to be a cryptid here in the shadow of Mothman, but Sheep Squatch made a little name for himself during this era. 
Although his sightings were more frequent around this decade, they are mostly momentary fleeting encounters. We can respect that Sheep Squatch is super chill and not dramatic. Sightings tended to be tame and infrequent. On a snowy winter's night, a group of women were traveling down the crisp white road heading home after a reunion in the TNT area of Point Pleasant. Due to the weather conditions, the ladies took the car nice and slow on the rough roads. All of a sudden, it stepped out of the woods, a giant seven to eight foot tall creature covered in shaggy white hair with legs like a man. The woman described the face as looking long like a sheep and having the horns of a ram. When the creature saw the car, it froze like the snow around it. Then it bolted into the woods. The group of women floored it and drove away as fast as they could. The sighting is significant because there was multiple witnesses who saw this sheep squatch that night, all having the same description for the creature they encountered. But our boy was not looking to socialize, just like me on a normal day, and was like, I'm out. Poor dude just wanted a nice snowy stroll. An early sighting that dates, dates back to 1908 was when a West Virginia farmer claimed to have seen a large, shaggy-looking creature with a sheep-like head walking on two legs around his farm. Writer McCoy, who wrote White Things, a book about the West Virginia White Things and Sheep Squatch, took several accounts of folks who spotted our dude throughout the years. There was a miner who spotted a big white and gray thing and stated that it was not an animal. No further description given. I'm assuming this is due to its bipedal nature and that he has human-like hands and legs. I too would be like, nah, not a normal animal. Uh, motorists spotted some sort of animal-like creature chilling on a hillside with a long face that looked like it was covered in rags or a shedding winter coat. Another sighting was a hunter that caught a glimpse of a creature crouched by a river taking a drink with horns and what seemed to be human hands. See, our guy is just chilling and surviving out here in the West Virginia woods. He doesn't seem to have a malevolent bone in his body. Or does he? In March of 2013, Monsters and Mysteries in America had a segment on Sheep Squatch. Two friends, Ricky Joyce and Dakota Cheeks, went on a weekend hunting trip in Kentucky looking for deer. Apparently, the friends got more than just whitetail. Cheeks said that it was tall but hunched over. It was big. It was white. He told the crew that the animal was at least nine feet tall and that it released an ungodly gut-curling sound and came straight at us. They claimed that this creature they encountered was sheep squatch, but honestly, this doesn't sound like our timid boy from the other sightings. What do you think they saw? All right, so let's jump in to the second half of this episode where we're going to discuss this cryptid or I guess series of cryptids that I find much more terrifying than the harmless sheep squatch, the white things. These are indefinable creatures, usually crisp white like a ghost. 
There are a wide range of creatures from feline, canine, humanoid, sheep-like, bears, badgers, blah, 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 but they're all white. Surprise, surprise. Although there's a huge diversity in what shape these creatures can take, they all have the same long, white, shaggy fur or hair and large fangs. Like the sheep squatch, some are said to have glowing eyes. When you are out late at night, you may hear their blood-curdling screams, like a woman being murdered in the dark. They are omens of death and tend to lurk in the woods and near cemeteries. These ferocious beasts will attack, but never leave a lasting mark beyond the psyche. If you smell sulfur or a really bad stench in the woods, beware. So the origins of our little crew here. So there's variations in the name of these cryptids from white things, white devils, white creatures, devil dogs, and sheep squatch. As I mentioned before, he is usually lumped into this group. I found one source, one singular source, that said in Cherokee mythology there was a white wolf or a dog that would be seen waiting for people, showing up on roads and following people home. It was thought that he was waiting for death, a premature death. This wolf dog was seen by the person who was about to die or close to that person. Once a person is marked by the white wolf dog, they usually die within a few days or weeks. Reminder that this is a possible origin. I could literally only find one reference about this, and it was like repeated multiple times dating back to this one reference during my online research, but yeah, we're going to go with it for now, and I totally need to get a new library card. So let's jump into the fun part, the sightings. In 1929, coal miner Frank Kozel was walking home in Fairmont one night in July after a long 11-hour day in the Jordan 93 mine. He just wanted to get home as fast as possible, so he decided to take a shortcut through the woods on Morgan's Ridge, now US-19, when he saw something that would deter him from taking another shortcut again. He began the six-and-a-half-mile walk home, and the shortcut would cut off some time from this two-hour walk. But along his journey, he would come face-to-face with a beast like no other. It was the size of a large dog with white hair, bushy tail, and razor-sharp teeth. Before Kozel was able to react, the creature pounced on him. He tried to swing his lunch pail at the dog, but no matter how hard he tried and swung, he could not make contact with the assailant. The miner tried desperately to escape his attacker, but the assault continued. Finally, Kozel stumbled back into what was the edge of a cemetery, and as soon as he reached the holy ground, the attack ceased. The creature disappeared. What was astonishing was that Kozel discovered that after the assault, he was left with no injuries. He recalled that the dog sunk its teeth into him. He felt the tearing of his own flesh, but his body was not marked. He was physically fine. The miner rushed the rest of the way home to his wife and children. 
and never took a shortcut home again. The end. At least, we hope it was the end. There have been several accounts that when people are attacked, the feeling is so real and they feel the tearing flesh and hear the ripping of their skin, but their bodies remain intact with no marks, just like Kozel. Beyond these strange and scary encounters with humans, the white things have also attacked animals, but instead of leaving them without marks, the white things attack and mutilate animals by ripping out their throats, mutilating their bodies, and leaving them bloodless without a trace of blood around. This feels eerily like alien and UFO cattle mutilations. This feels eerily like alien and UFO cattle mutilations. With there being absolutely no trace of blood at the area the animals were killed. Let me know what you think about this. Are the white things really killing and mutilating these animals? Could aliens and UFOs have a hand in it? Is there a connection between the two? In the 1920s and 30s, there was a sheep, squatch, and white thing hysteria in the area. There were a lot of sheep and livestock being torn apart. On top of this, there was also, of course, a group of teenagers who got together to bang on doors and scream and try to hype up the hysteria. The kids did admit to their part in the craze, but that doesn't account for the sightings experienced by those like Kozel and Will Odell. One night on the Odell farm, the family was preparing for bed when an awful banshee-like scream could be heard out in the dark. Will, his son-in-law, and his oldest son ran outside with their guns into the rain to investigate these disgusting sounds. They reached the field that was home to their herd of sheep and spotted a dark figure amongst the terrified, fluffy animals. The men opened fire on the figure and it screamed its terrible scream. They couldn't tell if they hit the beast, but it took off. So the group went back inside to bed. Come morning, they went back out to investigate and check the damage. Four sheep were mutilated, with their throats torn open and completely bloodless. There was no sign of the creature. A few less damaging sightings took place over the next couple decades. In July of 1973, guess where? In the TNT area of Point Pleasant, a white shaggy-haired creature was spotted. This happened during the Mothman era of the 70s, but this creature was not our iconic man, Mothman. In 1994, a 28-year-old man claimed that when he was seven years old, he was riding in the car with his family and spotted a large creature, mostly white, no wings, with real thick, shaggy hair. He didn't see a face, but said the head was about three foot wide? The creature appeared suddenly and floated alongside the car at 65 miles an hour. This one doesn't sound like the other white thing sightings, but honestly, it's a creepy white creature in West Virginia, so it's lumped in. Here's a sighting from Reddit that I thought was interesting to throw in here too. It's by Reddit user Shift 
shifts six years ago. And quote, holy crap, my brother and I saw this thing. We saw it in Campbell County in the early 2000s, like 2001, 2003-ish. We were out a back road on Charlie's Creek and were parked. I had just walked my girlfriend to her house and it was a long walk that my car could not make down. We got back into the car and something huge and white passed behind the car about the size of a bear, but at horns. We both saw it and joked about it later being the Mothman, but we had no clue what it was. We just never have spoken much about it until now, and I read this, speaking about a sheep scratch post. Good thing these guys made it back to the car. I would have been freaked to see that without at least a bit of protection that the car gives. Anyways, my cryptids, next time you are out in the woods, beware of what may be lurking around the next tree. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Cryptid Coffee Club. Join the club on Instagram at Cryptid Coffee Club for aesthetic coffee videos and any updates about the club. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to tip your creator, you can buy me a coffee over at ko-fi.com slash cryptidcoffeeclub. That is K-O hyphen F-I dot com slash cryptidcoffeeclub. I will also be posting coloring pages that I draw for each episode that you can purchase and download. First one is free on me. I appreciate y'all listening to these episodes and being part of the club. Episodes will be posted every other Thursday, so stay tuned for the next creepy creature. Mm-hmm.